Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I made a... I'll... Admiral Akbar. We're keeping this. We're keeping this. We're keeping this all. This is for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. Carry on. Okay. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and however you may be listening. Thank you for tuning in to The Hollywood Buzz. I am Thomas Hollywood Manning alongside here with Austin Buzz Buzzard. We are discussing the latest news in Hollywood, in film, in television, and music, and video games, what have you. And uh, we got a lot to cover this week. Uh, we are very excited to be doing a bit of a spoiler breakdown for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We yes, have talked sir. a little bit about it um, previous weeks. And uh, But now, at this point, we have both seen it in full. And uh, so if you haven't seen Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, um, then you might want to tune away, tune away from this particular portion of the podcast. But uh, Yeah, when it comes out, I don't know, it's been out for like two or two weeks, maybe three. I don't know, hard to say. Um, so the embargo's been lifted, you know, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think the spoiler embargo. And we've warned you. You yeah. know, it's not like we're just coming out and saying... Yeah, yeah, we're not coming right out of the gate and telling you that Shang-Chi dies. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or does he? Or does he? Smart mm, you are. <laughs> Yoda's in it. Spoiler yeah, alert. They yeah. cross over. Yeah. Star Wars and Marvel and Shang-Chi, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Disney empire continues to grow and just, like, monopolize everything. Hulu so. has live sports. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I've kind of broken down a lot of things. Um in the past couple of weeks, uh, because, you know, I got to see it early before. Yeah, we get I'll, it. I'll yep. it You're kind of a big uh, deal. Okay. So I might step out of the way for a little bit and let you get into some of your thoughts and reactions to Shang-Chi, and uh, I'll, I'll comment as I see needed. Mm. So. Okay, great. So now that I have the floor, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought it was really freaking awesome, really cool. Like all the, like, the fight scenes and stuff were freaking sick. I really enjoyed the, the, the building fight when it was like kind of falling apart but not really i mean they were they were like the the scaffolding of the scaffolding of this building that was like however many hundreds of stories high (laughs) yeah and uh yeah they were like hopping along on these platforms that were like falling and breaking apart it was just like uh you're you're practically playing mario you know just hopping around popping some koopa troopas and stuff um I could not have said it better myself. I know, I know. Uh, and then, like, when they get to the jungle, like that, there's all the, all the weapons and like staffs. I, I think my so I'm a big fan of a staff. Really love like if I ever get in a fight and I have a staff, I'm beating anybody with any weapon, regardless of the weapon. You got a gun, I got a staff. I'm winning. Game over. I'm taking you out. But this this lady had like this like knife attached to a rope, attached to a weight, and that thing was she was yeeting that thing around. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that might be my new favorite weapon of choice but i haven't used it yet so i don't know and they're made out of dragon skills these yes. weapons aren't they just yeah. freaking what a yeah. what a sick material yeah like not like metal or like uru or vibranium or legitimate dragon scales yeah and so because they're made of dragon scales you can use those weapons to defeat these soul-sucking soul-eating monsters from this dark dimension like next door and so they're coming in trying to uh, you know tear apart the village and you know, suck the soul of the earth if, if that's a thing that can happen. However, but they're like, you can't do that because we have dragon scale weapons and we can make sure defeat you defeat your yeah. demonness yeah. with the, the light of a dragon. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, that's 
Yeah. Kind of a power move if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. One of the most powerful power moves. Yeah. Um yeah, and um I would say um you know the the <laughs> fun time, fun time. You ready for this? Ooh. They really uh third act really got into a um large scale of action. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh wow. Nailed it. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, there are dragons. We get to see yeah. just multiple dragons. We get to see a, a dark soul sucking dragon. We get to see a uh the the light um soul giving dragon. Yeah. Um, I, even though it almost didn't it almost did give it soul. Yeah. Um which is kind of cool. Yeah, also, yeah. glad it didn't happen that yeah. way. I mean, there's two sides to every coin. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're two-faced, then it's only one. Uh, uh, yeah, that is fair. Wrong that universe. Fair. My apologies. Completely different universe we're talking about there. Um, and uh, I do want to mention Trevor Slattery, our man. <laughs> yes, so the ben, true man. Yeah, yeah. Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery, who's an actor um, who apparently portrayed the Mandarin um, in a non-flattering manner back in Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. And so so then the true Mandarin got really <laughs> bad at him and was like, all right, we're going to execute this guy. But then he uh, he kind of becomes a court jester because they realize that he's he's just a really funny actor. Because he was giving him a killer Macbeth, uh, Mac, Macbeth. Re- reading or whatever. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and um, I think bringing back Ben Kingsley, I knew he was going to be in it, but I didn't, didn't know he was going to really be like a supporting character in this. Yeah. Um, and he is pretty much there just for comedic relief and to – um, he's kind of like they're, they need him for a specific reason. They need him to kind of act as their navigator. Yeah. Um, cause the little chungus thing, I don't even know what you call that little, his, his name was Morris, Morris, Morris. Morris. That yeah, was his yeah. name. I don't know yeah. what it was, yeah. but Morris. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, Kingsley was having the time of his life here. Um, we get, we learned that, uh, he was inspired to become an actor by planet <laughs> of the apes. Um, but it's, he was inspired by, um, the, these apes that actually learned how to act. Um, however, um, <laughs> not, not the not the most recent CGI movie. No, no, no. But the early nineties. No, sixties. Sixties. Yeah, yeah. Sixties. Late late sixties. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> he was watching this and he was like, "How in the world did they teach these monkeys how to ride horses?" And then it's like, it "Well, had, it's all acting." Yeah. He was like, "Wow, those monkeys actually pretended to ride horses." <laughs> no. <Nah>. Um, <laughs> So, so that's that's what inspired Trevor Slattery within the universe to become an actor, um, and eventually work his way up to pretend to be the Mandarin. Humble beginnings, and uh, he he made it work for himself, and now he's, you know, hopping around the universe, saving the world. So yeah, I mean, now he's in some like parallel universe or whatever that you can only access once a year and fighting with dragon scales. Yeah, you know. I mean, what a life. Yeah, how many people? How many actors can say that? Yeah, one. Trevor Slattery. Slattery. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so if you have seen Shang-Chi, then you'll probably be able to follow this conversation for the most part. If you haven't seen it, then you have no idea what we're talking about. You're completely you, you lost. You are completely. You, well, we already told you we're going to talk about it, so yeah. you should have been like, mm, I need to go watch it. Yeah. But if you're still here and you haven't watched it, you're probably like, I still don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so still go still go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to give us your thoughts on the post credits? That's action. what I was literally yeah, about yeah. to say. Like, dude, the yeah. post credit scene. Um, so the first one totally like blew my mind, um, but it took like I really wasn't paying attention to really what they were saying, but then like it hit me that holy hand grenade! 
Bruce Banner is no longer Smart Hulk, yet he still has his arm in a cast. Like, whoa, what? Totally thought that was like permanent forever. But apparently not. Apparently he is no longer Smart Hulk. So like, what happened to Hulk? Like, is, like what's going on? And Captain Marvel also has long hair. And Wong is there. Yeah, Captain Everybody's Marvel. Everybody's hero. Captain Marvel grew out her hair pretty quickly. Yeah. It's only been about a year, I think. And uh, now it's back to his normal length. Um, don't know how that works. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Bruce Banner. Um, so now he is in Banner form. And I don't know if that means that they're basically phasing out the actual Hulk and keeping Bruce Banner there as more of, you know, team leader, scientist type guy. And because we do know there's a She-Hulk series coming. Yes. So I wonder if they might make She-Hulk the more, you know, action-heavy hero and have Bruce Banner. I mean, because Bruce has been there since the beginning of the MCU. Yeah. So they might be kind of relegating him to a background role. Um, but I don't know how in-universe they're going to explain that. Because, yeah, his arm, I mean, I wonder if the Infinity Stones, the snap, just kind of permanently damaged him. If that's something that we're working with. I don't know. I've, I just hatched this theory. And it's kind of kind of alluded to it in like Ragnarok, but they could do like World Breaker Hulk. So like Infinity or Endgame happens, like he snaps, and it's like Hulk was kind of lame, kind of a weakling, you know. I mean, he wasn't that intimidating, didn't do much. Well, all of a sudden, like he gets just shoved back into Bruce, and he's like, "Dude, I'm going nuts, I'm going crazy." And then all of a sudden, Hulk becomes the big bad of the MCU. You heard it here first. Hulk's the next Hulk's the next Thanos. You heard it here. You probably heard that from a YouTube video though. Right? No, false. I literally just uh, just right. pulled that one out of my hat. Oh, uh, your cowboy hat there. My cowboy hat. He does have a cowboy hat. And I have a uh, cowboy stain on my white shorts. So just to give you a bit of a uh just to give you a bit of a you know visual, visual. of yeah. what, what's happening behind the what scenes. The imagery. Here. That's what we're yeah. doing right now. Yeah. Imagery. Yeah. And uh, then, so that was the mid-credits we talked about. Yes. Post-credits, uh, so it looks like Shang-Chi's sister is back at the compound, the Ten Rings compound, and she's basically taking over her father's empire. We don't know if she's using that all for, you know, um, like, uh, what's the word? Um, not optimistic, but charitable. We don't know if we're using it for, like, charitable purposes, uh-huh. uh, if she's using it to uh, help, help the world, um, or if she's going to kind of, just become power hungry like her father before her. Um, all it said was the Ten Rings will return. Um, so we do we think she might connect that to like uh, Agent Carter, uh, the power broker that we saw in Fact on the Winter Soldier. We're going to connect it to Valentina, the Julie Louise Dreyfus character we saw in Fact on the Winter Soldier, uh, who's kind of like a dark government agent behind the scenes. Do you think all that's going to be connected in there somehow? That's my theory. That's what I hope. Um, and something that I also thought of I think earlier today was I wish that like an end game when Hawkeye was in China or Japan where was yeah, he, he, he was he was in Tokyo fighting in the Tokyo. Yakuza yeah yeah see I wish they would have made them like the Ten Rings and so like then she would have a reason to go after Hawkeye mm. and be like yo like he took out somebody like that I knew hmm fascinating um that could yeah they could have tied that around somewhere but, but oh, and yeah. if it's the the Yakuza? Yeah, I yeah. Know I don't know. I, don't know I mean, it's, it's very possible the Ten Rings have like different pockets. Yeah, like, I and mean, we already know they have different pockets all over the world. Yeah. So it's it's plausible that they would have some connections to the Yakuza. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, I do think uh, at this point 
we've covered a lot of Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to mention before we move on? Um, no, super great, super awesome. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Um, Put that on the poster. Yeah. Super great, super awesome. I really enjoyed it. It was really, really good. It. it was really Austin good. Austin Buster, the Hollywood Buzz. Marvel Studios, hit us up. You're yeah. more than welcome to use that quote. Yeah, please. Yeah. But royalty-free yeah. is what yeah. we'll do. Yeah, you don't even have to pay us to use that quote. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I, I think it did. It did a really good job of like showing you who Shang Chi was, and then also kind of integrating him low key into the Avengers. Um, low key, <laughs> low key. <laughs> you guys don't have to laugh. It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I'd rate it fairly high. It was it was. Of the Marvel movies, it was really it was up there for me. It was very enjoyable. I agree. I agree. Probably top five. My I don't know. It's definitely top. Um, I would say top three like origin stories for me in the MCU. Yeah. Um, uh, probably top ten overall MCU. So yeah, sweet. Well, we will take this opportunity to uh, you know, kick flip into the next <laughs> next um topic that we're discussing. Um. Uh, that didn't. That was not a good segue. It there. could be if you're going where I think you're going with this. The Matrix. Nah. What were you thinking? I thought you were talking about Nick Cage. Well, I mean, we are gonna have the Nick Cage a minute later on, but the Matrix. There's a lot of kicking and flipping in there. A lot of martial okay, arts. Okay. See, so, so I was that. referring to skateboarding, and I feel like Nick Cage could do a real good uh, Tony Hawk like biopic. Um, <laughs> that's my pick for Tony Hawk biopic is Nick Cage. I'd I would, love to see him be Tony Hawk. I could see that. I would pay good money to see that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we sorry. We're going to have the Nick Cage minute later on. But right now, we're talking about the Matrix. Matrix 4, Matrix Resurrections. Um, so this is kind of a sequel, maybe? All right. So first Matrix came out in 1999. And then in 2003, you had back-to-back. Uh, you had Matrix Reloaded and Matrix um, uh, Revolutions. And... Those were like basically um, rounded out the trilogy. So I'm going to be completely honest. I have only seen the first two Matrix films. I have not seen the third Matrix, which um, this is kind of a sequel to that. Uh, But apparently in the third Matrix, they like destroyed the Matrix, destroyed that reality. And so there are a lot of questions as to how they're building off of that, heading into uh, the fourth Matrix. This one is called Matrix Resurrections. So, you know, have to keep with the R's, keep with the alliteration. Mm. And, um... Very metaphor-heavy uh, film franchise, very um, and heavily, um, you know, does a lot of heavy commentary on our obsession with technology and um, our, you know, how the social and political spheres kind of all are intertwined with the world of technology and that. Um, but it's also just some incredible action filmmaking. Uh, you don't have a lot to say about The Matrix yet, do you? Uh not at all, but yeah. I'd love to give you my thoughts on the trailer. Dude, please do, by all means. So, I have absolutely no clue what's going on. I know Keanu Reeves is an absolute stud, um, and I know his name is Neo. However, in the trailer, they whisper your name. Thomas. Or your, your stage name, Thomas. Thomas, Sorry. okay. So, yeah, so I don't the, know. the character's name is, um, I think, Thomas uh, Anderson, maybe? Something like that. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, the character, but but his name, like within the matrix or outside of the matrix, is Neo or One, the One. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Great. Now we know. Um, I have nothing against the Matrix. I want to see them. I just haven't. Yeah. So I'm not like anti-Matrix here. 
Um, and then there's a shot with him in a bubble bath with a duck on his head, which I feel like will be heavily memed. Um, oh, it's already making the perfect. rounds. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm so glad of that. Um, and so that looks I, – I want to see what's going on there. Um, I feel like there's some dude that's like, I want to be Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, that's that's Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Is it? That's Yaya coming we, back. Well, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We discussed him a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. Um. Um. So he, I feel like he's. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So I feel like he's want to be Lawrence Fishburne, rocking the fun glasses. And then there was a shot where he was in an elevator, really uncomfortable because everybody was looking at their phone. And I was like, whoa, that's real. Um. And yeah, there's some girl that's jumping over cars real cool. And then it appears Keanu Reeves has like the force. Um, and that's what I got from the trailer. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch yeah. Matrix Resurrection or Resurrected or... Resurrection. Re-resurrection. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so you mentioned the the person jumping over the cars. That is uh, Jessica Henwick, the actress there. I don't know a lot about the character she's playing, but the actress you might, if you watched Iron Fist on Netflix, she played Colleen Wing in Iron Fist. I don't think you watched that, but no, I tried but, to. But, I, I, I didn't try to. I tried to do Daredevil and then mm-hmm. work like in order episodically. And so, like halfway through Daredevil's Jessica Jones, and then I stopped watching Jessica Jones because yeah, it wasn't that interesting. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh, but yes, anyway, Jessica Hintwick, very talented actress, martial artist. Uh, she was also in Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I'm glad they're working her into this franchise, and uh, can't wait to see her. You know, go toe to toe with um, just. From top to bottom, this cast is going to be stacked. Uh, you know, even some of the uh, more kind of minor characters I know are going to be incredible stunt people um, and incredible, um, like, you know, martial arts experts from, from the East, and they're bringing them in. And um, they, the uh, first three movies did a phenomenal job with its choreography and action direction. And the way they break it all down in this, um, gonna see, it's going to be interesting to see with how much technology has progressed, progressed in the past 20 years. They're just going to keep taking it to another level. And uh, I'm very excited about seeing this on IMAX and Dolby. Um, it's also going to be you know same-day premiere on HBO Max. But uh, I think definitely I'm going to venture into a theater for this one uh, to get that full, you know, just you know, ground-shaking uh, sound experience. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the full, like, however many... 70 feet tall screen and something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, very, very pumped about Matrix Resurrections. Oh, I almost fell. I, that was scary. I'm yeah. sure you heard some commotion. That was me almost <laughs> falling out of the chair. But he's good. He's I good. didn't. He's safe. He's safe. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. So he, he kind of pulled a Neo uh, from the Matrix. Like, he, he kind of learned to control his own gravity there. So he was good. He's good to go. I'm practically an airbender, um, which is in Shang-Chi. There's some airbenders there. There are. I think there that's are. a crossover as well the ah. avatar the last airbender not the blue giants but that could be coming i don't know disney you know um, we're talking about james cameron avatar yes but very nice yeah yeah hey as the Tell kids her. say yik yik if you know you know if you know you know um all right anything else about matrix 4 trailer that you want to discuss i don't know i don't think so i it looks cool it looks uh, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Uh, so she was in, I think she was in all three Matrix, uh, original Matrix films. Or incredible actress. Um, been around a long time. She uh, She's worked with, like, she worked with Christopher Nolan she, before. And uh, she was also in uh, Netflix Marvel series. She was in 
Jessica Jones, and some of the other uh, series on there too. So looking I forward to see- too much into Jessica Jones. So yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. So looking forward to see Carrie Ann Moss, Keanu Reeves back at it again. Um, we'll see if somehow Lawrence Fishburne maybe connects back into it. I don't know. Um, I feel like he'll probably make an appearance somehow. I just feel like when you think of the Matrix, you're thinking Keanu Reeves and Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Mm-hmm. So even if they killed him off in the original trilogy, I feel like he'll show up some way, shape, or form. We will see. I think the uh, release date is December 22nd. Mm. So that is coming up in just a few months. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we this this show has been kind of connected to the theme of martial arts, the genre of martial arts. Thus far, we talked about Shang-Chi. We talked about Majors Forward. Now we are kick-flipping also, again into our Nick Cage minute. Yes! Uh, this is, uh, wait, what was the name of this uh, Nick Cage movie they're talking about? Oh, the, like, the Samurai. Can we pull it up? You sent me a text with the yeah. name. Um, um, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So Prisoners of the Ghost Land is a Nick Cage samurai movie. Uh, do you have a synopsis there you want to read? read um, I got the tweet you sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's loading. Also, uh, so this is a quote. Quote, quote our uh, yeah, critic guy here. Mike McGranham. How do you say that? Do you know? Here it is. Mike, at Mike. Mike uh, McGranigan. Yeah, McGranigan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. I should have said it with confidence. Uh, he said, in a career full of strange movies, Prisoners of the Ghostland might be Nicolas Cage's strangest. It hits theaters and VOD this Friday. So that is uh, September 11th is this Friday. And, uh, oh, and Nick Cage quotes saying, the weirdest movie I've ever made on the movie poster. Yeah. So if you know anything about <laughs> Nick Cage's career, you know he has made some of the most bizarre films of the past 20, 30 years. Um, it looks like this is yet another step up for him. Uh, and through the roof. So... I think next week we'll have a full review of that, uh, but uh, Buzz is coming over sometime this weekend. We're going to watch it, dissect it all. And oh yeah! Analyze every single frame of it, and uh, we may just make a numerous a, a mini podcast dedicated <laughs> just to this film. One uh, wait, what? One Ghostland minute. That's it. <laughs> we break down every single minute of the film. Every, yeah, mm, I'm here there, for it. There actually was a podcast that did that about the film Heat with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino crime thriller called heat and it was a hundred 170 minute long film and they had a podcast 170 episode podcast dedicated to each one minute of that film now maybe we could do that for prisoners uh, of the ghost land <laughs> that's like a highly critically acclaimed film yeah. i have a feeling this will not be but i would love to talk about every single minute of this nicholas cage samurai film i'm down for it maybe, maybe that'll branch off from this and uh yeah Maybe It'll be our anthology series. That will be, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 120, 120 minute podcast or 120 episode 20 podcast. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that'll be great. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, or ears tuned. Ears oh. tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. And you briefly mentioned Pig last time. I don't know what you want to say about Ooh. that. Let's see. So, yes. Pig came out this summer and was probably one of my favorite films of the year. Um, and it's not what you would expect uh, out of a Nicolas Cage film where his pig gets kidnapped. <laughs> so it's a truffle pig. He's a truffle hunter out there living in the woods. Apparently, uh, Nick Cage, his character, was like a famous chef in the like, Portland, Oregon area. 
Uh, but then he retreated into the wilderness with his pig. As, and, as one does. Yeah, yeah. So his pig gets kidnapped and taken. So then he goes off on this uh, goes off on this journey to get his pig back. And you think, oh, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's going to be wacky and goofy and wild. It's definitely not that at all. It's very, very slowly paced movie. Uh, very reflective. Very ponderous. Uh, wow. Very, you get a definition for ponderous, Mr. Spelling Bee. Script spelling bee man. So you need a definition for that? Yes, that'd be great. Uh, I don't know, reflective. It's just a synonym for reflective. Uh, well, just, that was disappointing. Just kind of think, okay, just move on. Back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's um, probably Nick Cage, his best dramatic performance in a long time. I mean, maybe ever. Um, and it's a story kind of about like loss and grieving, but also like finding some positivity and optimism and happiness kind of on the other side of that. Um, and like finding that peace and finding that contentment. So it's not just like a fun, goofy, uh, hey, let's watch back, kick back, uh, watch <laughs> Nick Cage go. Um, it's not like a John Wick with a pig. It's not like that. It's that's, that, yeah. That'll come later. I'm sure. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll probably Everybody have, relax. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have another one of those at some point, but, um, this is, um, so it's directed by Michael Sarnowski and it was like his first film, first feature film that he's ever directed. And I was blown away on every level with this film. Um, you know, of course, Cage's performance, but also the way it's shot. Um, they use natural lighting, very beautiful way. Um, and just the way each character is developed. Um, each character has his own like character arc. And um, each, um, you know, pretty much each minute of screen time is uh, has the highest emotional impact possible. Um, but yeah. It is not a fun Nick Cage movie. It's a great Nick Cage movie, but it's one that is it, actually good. Yes, so yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah, so you don't go into this for um, <laughs> for a relaxing time. You go into this to be moved. Mm. Um, Nick so, Cage moving me. I'm here for it. Yeah, so I mean, I, I give that one a strong, strong stamp of approval, strong recommendation if you have the emotional energy for it. But um, if you just want fun Nick Cage, then I would say Prisoners of the Ghost Land is probably going to be the one for you. <laughs> right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, so excited. So we'll, we will be talking about that one coming up soon uh, in full. I think that about does it for us here on the Hollywood Buzz. Indeed, indeed. Um, we broke down Shang-Chi spoilers. We broke down the Major 4 trailer. We broke down, or we teased Prisoners of the Ghost Land, and we broke down Pig. Yeah. Next week we'll definitely be discussing prisoners, prisoners of, of the ghost land. The ghost land. Yes. That's it. That's it. And uh, anything else you want to share, Buzz, before we wrap things up? Um, whenever using headphones, never go max volume. That's a very sound advice. <laughs> sound oh, advice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I think we're going to be kick flipping out of here. I am, I am Thomas Hollywood Manning, along with. Austin Buzz Buzzard. Hurrah. Thank you so much from the very bottom of our hearts and the very bottom of the soles of our feet that we used to kickflip for tuning into the Hollywood Buzz. We will see you guys next time on the Hollywood Buzz, which I've said that I don't know how many times last minute, but we're keeping all that in there. Just give them the click. Give them the click. Thank you for tuning in. Can't believe you forgot this.